Tonight, a battle of two cinematic titans unravel as King Kong vs. Godzilla becomes the topic of conversation for Colt Cinema Cavalcade. Who will come at it on top? Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 124. This is Brandon, and as always with you is my Kong, Cullen. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get into that conversation. <laughs> Today we are here to discuss the 1962 film King Kong vs. Godzilla. Cullen, how did this bout go down? Well, first of all, the movie's called King Kong vs. Godzilla. If you can't figure out what the movie's about, <laughs> what planet are you from? But here's the, here's, I'll, I'll tell you what it is anyway. King Kong and Godzilla go head to head in an epic battle of the beast when the giant gorilla escapes from captivity in Japan and squares up to the recently thawed lizard. It's pronounced lizard. No. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> King my Kong. King Kong vs. Godzilla is directed by Ishiro Honda and stars Haru Nakajima as Godzilla and Shoshi Heroes as King Kong. Murdering names. That's what I do. <laughs> We're talking about monster. I am the name monster. My name is Brandon. Hello. And, Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This guy's yeah. Cullen. And they were really fortunate that they found someone that looked like a giant gorilla and, and a giant lizard. Really fortunate they were able to find those people. Yes, yes. Here we are. Cult Cinema Cavalcade's continued march through the Godzilla Showa era films. Yes, just like the Criterion box set, of course. Um, we are at part two of our march toward the 14 sequels that we are covering, previously coming off Raids Again. Uh, and here we are with King Kong versus Godzilla, and just to note, uh, November this year we will have Godzilla versus King Kong. They were smart; they went backwards with it, so it wasn't the same title. Yeah, you mean like unlike every other sequel and <laughs> <laughs> and remake and reboot that just uses the same name as the original movie. I mean, they could have gone with the King Kong versus Godzilla, right? The Kong, or they could have said Kong versus Godzilla. They could have done yeah. that too. Kong v Zilla, uh, but yeah, that. that <laughs> oh God, no, Zilla, gross. <laughs> it's the uh, the fourth film in what has been a like incidental series of uh, Gareth Edwards' uh, Godzilla Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of Monsters, and now. Godzilla vs. King Kong, which I'm very excited. I have liked these new films they brought out, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Even though box office wasn't quite there for the last Godzilla one, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, people can pound sand. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. And, and my thing is, if you're going, if you're mildly, mildly curious about a Godzilla movie, your best chance at liking it is seeing it in a huge scale situation like 
IMAX. Your well, yeah. AMC. Like, even a, a rich man's home theater. Like, a, something bigger. Yeah. And there were so many monsters in it. Like, that's the movie oh, that you want to see. And it was just so lovely done. Like, Mike Doherty, he did, you know, Trick or Treat and Krampus. Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, he, was, he, he's good with his monsters. There was a little more, like, rain and... All like you know, smoke and that stuff like obscuring the monsters than I would have liked, but I did really like that movie a lot. Yeah, it was so oh, I had so much fun, and I loved. And it, uh, we'll we'll be talking. You know, we'll always touch on the human characters here, but man, Kyle Chandler coming in at eleven, holy shit, that was fun. <laughs> like he was coming in hot. <laughs> he was passionate about about Godzilla. Yes, I did have thoughts of that movie. So. <sighs> um, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna hear, uh, like I talked about that movie on Out Now with Aaron and Abe last summer. Uh, if you wanna go back and check the annals of that, um, I was very fond of it and did recommend you go see that in the theater. Which people didn't listen to me, so fuck them. But keep listening to this show. <laughs> yeah, that movie was good. I, I, King Kong vs. and Kong Skull Island was awesome. So now we get to see that go mashed together and I'm very excited and Wingard Adam Wingard who directed your next the guest really like him now he's getting a chance to see something do something really big scale and he's pretty good been pretty good with action and his horror gore stuff in those so I imagine he possibly can translate that to some monster mashups very looking forward to what he's doing well if he screws up uh, Godzilla versus King Kong I'll never forgive him and I will uh, hunt him down and make him apologize to me. You hear that, Wingard? Colin's coming for you. If he screws it up, if he makes a fabulous movie, if he does the near impossible and make a good movie, and I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying him, I'm saying it's it's incredible that anyone makes a good movie. Then yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, we're we're now here at King Kong versus Godzilla. And 1962, so it was six-year gap. And I, it's surprising to me, looking canon-wise, that this is almost instantly these two fought each other. You feel like yeah, that'd right? be something like, oh, the rights would take forever to line up. Something, it'd be like the the new attempt to refresh in it. But no, right away, Godzilla and King Kong are battling. Not just that, but it's also the first color like Godzilla movie as well. Right. It was a huge swing with this one, and this was, but it was um, like a like a pretty. Oh crap! You said it was what, what, what was it, like six years from the first one, something like that. Well, it was it, well, it was six years after Raids again, so it'd six, be seven years. Seven years, okay. But that's still like for back then, like they're not as sequel crazy as they are now. But that's still a big gap in time for for sequels back then like i don't know it's just it's just surprising it took like that long before they were like okay we'll do it again yeah there was a there was a time like during this time there was there was a weird gap like that also with the uh hammer dracula movies had a weird gap they had like two in the 50s and then there's like six seven years and then finally a third one but that's another series I can think of that had a gap like that. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a pretty six-year gap, but second one didn't live up to financial expectations, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, and the, I mean, and while we're looking at all these things with models and stuff that looks cheap, that's expensive back then. That takes time. Mm-hmm. Even, mm-hmm. even the stuff 
that we were hounding for not looking great or, you know, cheesy. That that takes a lot of time. That takes people, bodies, money. It's not expe- It's not cheap, you know. Granted, it became something you could do with your home movie camera. People didn't have home movie cameras. Like, it, it was an art form then and still should be respected to this day, even if it didn't translate well. There was a lot of hard work to it. It wasn't easy. So if you don't so respect it, I'm going to hunt you down and make you, down. make you apologize to me. Now, Cullen, on my set, uh, the Criterion set, if you're following along, I had the United States version of this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that what you had as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I don't... I looked at the set, and I didn't know if it was a bonus feature on the bonus features desk to have the Japanese version. But I just watched I think what so. was like, next in yeah, line. The U.S. version is all I've ever seen. And for the most part, it is pretty good. There are... <sighs> the worst parts of it are the U.S. editions. Yeah, That's really it. 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 it is true. It is... Well, I I just want to jump into those news guys. Let's the, do it. That was my top of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's right away. The, the expedition dump, you know, of, of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like... And the, I mean, there, there's there's just so many things wrong with these guys. They're the color commentators of like every like they tell us stuff like show us this shit. Stop talking. Well, and like the sets are so weird where it's supposed to be you know like a newsroom, but it's like are, is this someone's like living room or someone's office? I thought it was or... like, a, like a classroom that he was <laughs> right? walking around in. Yeah, it was supposed to be the news. And it, it never feels like the news. No, it's like like hanging hanging out with news daddy. You know, and like he's like like pointing to like stuff like on a map with a ruler sometimes and like who Edward R. Murrow never got up and just was like, Hey everybody, let's let's wrap about the news. Like, all right, well this is what's going on today over here in this area. Okay, now I'm gonna watch a monitor for a while and then I'll tell you what kind of what I just watched with you. Like, what? Right, and there's some dull shit, man. Like, he is sitting there talking, pointing at a map. It's just, a, like, a plain map. There's not, like, mm-hmm. any direction on it. He's like, well, they set up troops around here, and then they were going to move here and do that. And I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese fishing fleet has reported a strange phenomenon. Large icebergs have been breaking up the flows of which are drifting southward towards Japan and melting quickly. The Japan Current, sometimes called Kuroshido, divides here. The northern branch skirts Asia and merges with the cold Oyashia Current. This normally cold ocean stream is maintaining an abnormally warm temperature. The United Nations has dispatched its nuclear submarine, Seahawk, with several of the world's most prominent scientists into the area. Like, that's... uh, Don't, like... Well, yeah, Spoilers, the, the, this is a pretty good movie, but these parts are, like, almost sink it. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, like, like you'll, like, point, like, when you're talking about, like, pointing to the map, like, we don't actually see, like, the island or whatever he's pointing to. It's, like, it's too small. Zoom in. Like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, and... and like, 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 like I said, like, they watch the news. Like, the newscasters stand next to a monitor multiple times... And like just kind of like, all right, well, you know, there's fires. There isn't spooky. All right. And there was like one part where it just sat on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like a movie watching a TV. The movie just said, I'd like to watch on TV as well, folks. 
What the fuck was that? It was a scary then, part too. Yeah, it was a huge effect sequence, and we're watching it on a little TV on my TV. You know, oh, like, it's so dumb. What waste of time? And I, I got a. Here's a tip for folks. If you haven't seen this movie before, whenever the the American guy news in the quote unquote newsroom comes on, treat it like a commercial break. <laughs> I hate to say this. Pick up your phone. Check your email. You're not and wrong. Don't don't let them trick you. If you're just if you're gonna be like, if you're gonna be like, well, I'll just wait till I see an Asian person on the screen again. Then mm-hmm. I know I'm back. Mm-hmm. No, they have a guy in there. They have a guy in there to trick you. That's <laughs> one of the news people that's supposed to like I don't know bring credibility to these scenes or something. But he I shows up. But he's a, he's a part of the news team. Don't don't fall for that. He's got gray hair and a mustache. Don't fall well, for that. The, their, their news <laughs> setup is weird. Where like there's at one point like an a guy that's an expert on oh what the hell was he an expert on um. I don't know, anthropology or something. I don't remember what the hell he's an expert on, but apparently he was the guy that gave us King Kong information. Yep. He, was, he was our King Kong exposition machine. But here's the thing. Anything they tell us gets told right away again when they cut back to the actual movie. Yeah. yeah. Or you can but, figure out. Or they cut that stuff from the actual movie that was already there that we didn't need. I. I but you know what? This is stupid America back then. Like, they need to say... Uh, uh, a, a United States person, or they won't enjoy the movie, because because that representation matters. The white man. If it ain't white, I don't understand it. Yeah. Because those it, are the people that are gonna watch Godzilla I mean, that's movies. Why he's there? There's no, no other reason. Because no, you don't just... have to read subtitles in this movie. It's dubbed. Yeah. No. I. I if I have my choice. I will choose dubbed over subtitles for Godzilla, except for the original. That the American version of that is unfortunate. Yes. But like, but otherwise, well, you know I do funny? prefer the, the, the dubbed versions. They don't even need this guy if they're doing that uh, that whole need to see America part. There's a whole submarine subplot where it's an American submarine. Yeah, that part was weird where I couldn't tell if the people speaking were actually like Americans or if they were just like mouthing they, they were uh, they were dubbed too like it, yeah, that, yeah yeah that's what I was yeah. saying because they were dubbed so it was weird maybe they had a change they changed their mind on like the story or something uh, those submarine guys though I, I got a I, I got a kick out of it because they accidentally strike this iceberg <laughs> that has Godzilla in it because that's from like the last movie and I got really yeah. excited. So yeah, I'm like, like may- maybe we're in Hammer Dracula territory where they like pay attention to what happened at the end of the last movie to a degree but just go wherever the hell they want with the next one. I, I kind of no, like that's that. No, that's absolutely true where like sometimes it, uh, we, we uh, pick up where Godzilla left off. Other times he's just hanging out. He just... <laughs> I don't know, Godzilla just kind of does what he wants. He's the dude of the monsters, I guess. I hate that I said I said that <laughs> the dude but, of the monsters. But he's the king and the dude. Oh, he's king dude of the monsters. I don't know, dude of the monsters. Yeah, I I like that, uh, which leads to an early destruction sequence where he goes and tears the shit out of their military base. 
Like he's like, like again, like I think that half the time the like, Godzilla's just pissed that he's like he woke up. Like, yeah. like he's just hungry or something. I don't know. Give him an enormous cup of coffee. See if that helps. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like when when he was deep in the water and they were shooting stuff at him. Man, there were some awesome shots of him like from far off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was loving. I was like, oh, that looks so awesome. <laughs> yeah, they finally like they really step it up in this, and they uh, can't say they finally get it right, but like. Their second attempt at a monster movie uh, of a versus movie, they you know like they learned from the other one or I don't know like I said I don't know if they learned or, or what but they did a much better job this time. Yeah, this is like last time I was talking about you know the the thing that sucks about that movie was that it wasn't even a transitional film or a, the film that was experimenting that led to this is what the other movies are like that's this film but this film actually it feels like there should have been something before it that failed and then there was this one but there's this one you know it's confident from the start like this, this is what a color i mean i'm sure the thing was hey, it's a color godzilla movie but this is no it's just, just- it's got the rampage down. It's what you're. Ex- it's kind of what you're expecting from and, these sequels. Yeah, and it's and that the colors are really bright in it too. It really mm-hmm. pops. And that's uh, <laughs> one of the most distinctive things about this movie. Is like you know we talked about the ridiculous, oh ridiculous newscasters. Like the, the one I will say that is important to watch is the first one. Because it introduces the berries from that island. Yeah, yes. Uh, the so, berry and the berry juice. Yes, the most brightly vivid colors I've ever seen. It is the most it's the most reddest red. It's like it's like paint. It's so red. The scientist who's kind of like a an unintentional side villain or something, because he Brings about because he wants a monster too. <laughs> he must be putting us on. We must really need publicity. It's heads. So get a monster. Taco, not a monster, really. Yes, a monster. Come on, think. I want action now and no arguments. A wonderful stunt. Terrific. Of course. Have you seen our latest TV ratings? They're terrible. Who out there is watching our show? Nobody. Because it's dull and boring and without imagination. That's why. Pacific Pharmaceuticals demands publicity. You two are going to Feral. Find me a genuine monster, if he exists or not. Was he a scientist? I thought he was, like, part He's of... He's a like... pharmaceutical television guy, apparently. Yeah, That's like... What it... Yeah, yeah, what are the, 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 not the, what the crap is the name? Well, the name of the company isn't really that important, but yeah, it's a pharmaceutical company that's also a TV network or something. I don't know how that works. Yeah, it's a bunch of malarkey. Or McClunky, is that what we say now? Um, yeah, so he's got, he's got that, and the berries are supposed to help cancer? I remember the news guy oddly says chemotherapy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this, new, this uh, you know, new you know advancements in chemotherapy, but it's also the berries are what to say a non-addictive narcotic. Like what? Like are, is narcotic are, are things used to like? I'm no doctor, 
But it, I don't know. It just seems weird to put marry narcotics with chemotherapy to me. I could be wrong. I have no idea. It just right. seems weird to me. Yeah. The, so this guy, he takes, he sends these two idiots to the the island where Barry's come, Faro Island, Faroe Island. But but there's supposed to be a monster there, and uh, those guys arrive, and we meet a bunch of people. How do I say? Uh, dressed, sporting some <clears throat> native face. Yeah. Makeup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you, like you look at them like, like what? Like what are you trying to pull off here? It's it's like <laughs> I, I don't know if it's more weird or uncomfortable, but it's it's kind of off-putting. It's like <laughs> blackface, not just for white Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, get, I don't know. I, I guess maybe there weren't as many, uh, you know, black actors and available in Japan or something. I don't know, but it's it's yeah. it's weird. It's, it's not weird. great. Yeah, not not this not a strong suit of the movie uh, at all. But the place gets attacked by a giant octopus, and this thing is gross and awesome. Because it's an actual octopus. Yeah, it's but it's, nuts. it works. It's, it works so well. It works so well. Like I was, I was surprised. But it's like gross. It looks genuine when it's attacking. Like it doesn't look like, oh my gosh, they tricked me. I thought it was real, but it fits with what they're doing very well. Where it could have yeah. just looked like a octopus thrown on a model, <laughs> and it doesn't. No, like we'll probably find out that they probably shocked it or something awful like that. But I couldn't tell. I don't know. I, I hope not. But it it really didn't look like it was attacking like the. The village area, because they had that, that, like, they have that, that berry, that berry hut, the berry juice hut, <clears> that yeah. has the, the vivid paint, blood red hell <laughs> berry juice in it, and apparently it's, you know, it's non-addictive, but it is a narcotic, and that octopus wants to get messed up bad. Yes, and the monster that awakens from it is, this place is King Kong, and uh, he... He takes it out on the octopus. It immediately rips through the fence that was supposed to keep him out. Yeah. That was zero effort. It was very true. It, it, like, like someone like fighting a baby gate would have had a more difficult time getting through than Godzilla <laughs> or uh, King Kong did with this thing. It was great. And like the and like even like the fake uh, octopus that flew up on King Kong was pretty good. Let's talk about King Kong for a second. I don't sure. I don't know how to feel about the costume or the puppets. It, well, there's stop motion face. There's a stop motion face to it too. Right. Like, that they that they use. So it's a it's a trifecta. And and there's, I feel like there was four King Kongs in this because none of them like. Look, there was another time where he came out in his costume. I'm like, that looks new. It looks different. <laughs> like yeah. When he, when I think when he it was when he fought Godzilla at the end, he didn't look like he did earlier in the movie. It's weird, and he's, it's like he's got like eyeshadow sometimes, and he, it's you know it's like all right, get a bunch of discount carpet and then sew it together to make a monkey yeah. man. It's I, I I can't tell if it's charming or shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get you, I get you. He's he, but, he he's the Homer Simpson of King Kong's almost. <laughs> 
<laughs> he absolutely does. He has the muzzle just like him. Yeah. <sighs> he's, like, he's almost I, drunk looking and... Well, yeah, because like you said, like there's the, the stop motion or like the puppet where like like he'll flutter his eyes sometimes. Like, what is happening? Well, there was one. There's times where like the light's shining off funny, and he looks like he's got these like just dead white zombie eyes. And then mm-hmm. you're like, oh wait, th- that wasn't his eyes. That was the skin under his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I like I said, I can't, I just can't tell if it's like fun or awful. I, yeah, I will, I, I do. The appreci- costume doesn't. Yeah, we have debated. But I think he does look good in action. I think his actions, his fighting's good, but his yes. costume just when he's standing still, you're like, I don't know if is that my King Kong. Like he, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. look. Despite every time you see King Kong. Despite being a, a monster villain, like he he has some heroic kind of feel to him, which this the movie seems to understand, but the costume doesn't reflect it. You know, right. it did make him look like a big ape, though. His arms were you know longer than what a, a human would be, so good for them for that. There were times where it was kind of awkward and it didn't look right, but at least they tried, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. Did you notice when King Kong attacks, they were using, like, the stinger music from Creature from the Black Lagoon? The da-da-da! Oh, I... Da-da-da! I did not notice that. Yeah. They were... And it's in all the sequels, too, but they were like, yeah, that the stinger music. I was like, wait, what? I was hmm. like, why are they they're stealing that? But it, it was there. It starts showing up in the movie when King Kong shows up. So I think it's what they're using as, like, the Kong theme or something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's either that or, like, the island. Because there is a main theme to King Kong versus Godzilla. And, like, the, the uh, you know, we had previously, like, just about all these movies have a main theme, and most of them are pretty good. I like this one a lot, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty good. They want King Kong to fight Godzilla, and they make him drink the berry juice, which makes him go to sleep. Yeah, he, he immediately passes out. He is a lightweight. Some new mythology lore for King Kong. Berry juice makes him sleepy. Uh, <laughs> you know, what if, what if he's just diabetic? Right. The poor guy. <laughs> so we get this, and then, like, so he's put to sleep and put on a boat, and then something happens and Godzilla attacks Tokyo. <laughs> but a, I, don't, I was kind of yeah. lost. I was like, uh, well, okay, we're getting an action scene now. No, that's an absolutely accurate thing. It was just like Godzilla just decided, like, you know what? Fuck that town. And just went over there and just messed stuff up until he was done. And apparently, like, my research later, like, there was a bunch of traps set up for him. I just thought it was just people defending (laughs) at the time of a surprise attack. I didn't realize it was, like, a trap set up. But they actually show people, like, trying to hide and stuff. And it's kind of that feel of the first movie back a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Like, like, like later in the movie, there's no one we give a lick about doing it, but they're just yeah. like trying to trying to give some credence to the and build some sort of sense of danger to the just rampant destruction. Aside from models getting toppled over, they're showing like there's people here too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like later in the movie, like Godzilla like comes across a train and like the people have they they stop the train, everyone runs out of it, like you know, like crazy. Like, well. Yeah, that makes total sense, and that's yeah. a scary situation. And of course, the I, I don't know why the the 
we focus on this one woman that is just... Oh, she's the sister of somebody that's supposed to be important. Right. Remember, the guy's like, that's my sister, you can't shoot him. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, oh, God, but, yeah, she goes to, oh, what was the name like, of Godzilla, the... like, Godzilla, like, or King Kong breaks out of his raft, and he winds up there, so we get, like, a preliminary match. Right, right. Yeah, no, I remember, like, well, we... Now nah, whatever. They try, to, they try to Fay Ray it in for, like, five seconds with uh, King Kong grabbing the woman, and the guy's like, that's my sister, you can't shoot him. Can they make a King Kong movie without him climbing a building with a woman? Yeah. But, I mean, it lasts quick because they use gas made out of the berries to make him fall asleep again because King Kong gets sleepy with the berries. <laughs> Very sleepy monkey. You know, they say non-addictive, but I don't know, dude. <laughs> and then they, they wrap him up. They, like, on strings and, like, pull him with a helicopter to be like, all right, you're going to fight King Kong, man. Our only chance is somehow to bring them together. Kong versus Godzilla. If we are lucky, both will die. You're gonna fight him. <laughs> he's he's hanging out at Mount Fiji, like or Fuji. Like, yeah, like I don't know. This this almost feels like a cockfight, you know. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> being drugged up against their will, like, oh, all right, go kill each other now. It's like Doctor Sartain in Halloween when he's like, oh, Michael, you're gonna go get Laurie. <laughs> That's exactly what this is like. <laughs> oh my! Then we get the fight. We get the battle, and it's interesting. The battle. King Kong gets his shit beat out of him, and it's kind oh, of yeah. brutal. Well, what, what which fight? Like the like the end fight? Like isn't that the, the one where really, yeah, he yeah. drops him in the Mount Fiji, and King Kong is like, he gets it. Well, like, like, he, like he, gets him down. Yeah, like, covers him, like, in dirt with his tail or rocks or whatever, right? Or yeah, King yeah and he keeps, like, he, like, keep he, fight, he like, hits him, and I think he hits his head on a rock or something, and he's down. Yeah. And then he keeps beating him with his tail and then knocking rocks on him. Yeah. Because they, uh, you know, made, I should say made an effort. They took their time. They figured out that, hey... We could have this fight actually advance stuff, not just like, oh, they slap each other around until they're done. Yeah. You know, there are, you know, high points. It's like like a wrestling match. You know, there's the whole. No, the, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. You know, the, there's uh, stuff, you know, to, to carry you from one highlight to the other. And that, you know, the slapping it's around like, with the tails of a like, big highlight. It's like when you're a child and you think Mr. Perfect's actually going to beat Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you're like, no, Hulk, get up, get up. And you get your response like the so the idiots from the island are now in a helicopter watching this whole thing. Ooh, Godzilla is roasting King Kong. Electrical storm up ahead of us, sir. Lightning bolts. Kong has a chance. Electricity makes him stronger. Now watch. Electricity makes him stronger. Uh huh. So we're adding a new superpower to King Kong. <laughs> they, they they did. Actually, the, the filmmakers didn't think Godzilla had... I'm sorry. I keep saying Godzilla instead of King Kong. I don't know why. Yeah. But the filmmakers did not think that King Kong had enough to fight back against Godzilla because Godzilla has, like, radiation breath. Like, well, that's not fair. So they yeah. just decided... Oh, he sprays that on King Kong, too. Like, yeah, that, that's mm -hmm. part of what... Yeah, yeah. So, so the filmmakers just decided uh, electricity makes them stronger. <laughs> you know, just just because. Well, also, they're. I mean, they're already taking liberties because King Kong was not nearly as tall as Godzilla. King Kong was what, 
four, like three, four stories tall, something like yeah. that. Whereas Godzilla is taller than buildings. You know, King right. Kong climbed the Empire State Building. I don't think this Godzilla is taller than Empire State Building, but he couldn't climb it. If I were to give trivia to somebody and be like, okay, I'm going to say a superpower. You say whether it's King Kong's or Godzilla's. And I said, <laughs> electricity makes him stronger. I'd say 99 out of 100 people are going to go, Godzilla. Yeah. He's a giant radiation monster, not an enormous gorilla. You know, like, gorillas are not known to, you know, be powered like Raiden. You know, they don't... They're just giant. They're apes. It's fine. At no point in in any of the Planet of the Apes movies that I ever see Cornelius stick his finger in a light socket and go Super Saiyan. Well, if Heston, Charlton Heston would have like turned one of those prods on one of the apes, he'd have been in deep shit. <laughs> right. You've been extra dead. Oh, you really uh, got me now. Uh. <laughs> But I, I do like that it not only makes Godzilla stronger, but he also has the ability to fire it out of his fingers at Godzilla's right. neck. Like, he's not just enough that he's choking Godzilla with his hands. He has it's, to it's shoot. It's like he rubbed his feet on the carpet, and he was, like, touching him. Yeah, he can control static electricity. That's a power right there. his turns blue. Yeah. To me, that sounds like he's overheating. I don't know why they would do that, but Whatever. Dear Funko, you face King Kong. But do, do you want that one? Like, do, do you want No, the, but they do, should make it because they're supposed to make, like, every iteration of things, right? So. But only if the Godzilla head... I'm sorry. God, I did it again. Only if the King Kong head looks like one of those coconuts that are, like, made to look like a monkey or... You know what I'm talking about? That people okay. only buy when they're on vacation. It needs to look like that because that's what it looks like in the movie. All right, deal. <laughs> uh, but w- when they fight, they they like the end of it. They fall off a cliff into the ocean, and then like King Kong gets up and I, I guess goes home, which is what they tell us he's doing. But how how they know that? I don't fucking know. And they like Godzilla's like just gone, but he's likely survived. Yeah, I guess we can say that. King Kong won because they fought like a couple of times in this and Godzilla definitely won that first time and like this last one like I mean I guess King Kong wins Kong wins flawless victory eventually but. yes we have grazed over this we do need to talk about the the mustache business guy or marketing okay. man first of all like you said like he calls Kong my Kong which my Kong <laughs> everything he does I should say everything no fuck it everything he does is ridiculous <laughs> like yeah. when the, uh, he got the, the the news about like uh, Godzilla destroying the city he's sitting watching television freaks the fuck out like, no more no no like I want a monster what do you mean you want a monster go get me a monster I this, want a monster there's a national tragedy happening <laughs> And you're like, go get me another monster. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. It'd be good for my pharmaceutical television business? <laughs> Sorry, no one wants to watch our TV show anymore. You know what people want to watch? Giant gorillas. I mean, I guess. But on a TV show? I don't know. What would he do? I don't know. 
I guess, you know, in the original King Kong, they put him on stage. So maybe in this venture, television is that big stage. Well, what does he do? Well, he stands around for three or four hours. Look at the monkey. It's larger than normal. It is, it is a wonder, but I don't think he can carry a show by himself. Not for long. No. He's more of a miniseries guy. Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched. As we are cult cinema cavalcade, we keep things nice and culty. Our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means you don't want any of the berry juice. You're fine, thank you. Converted. Uh, which means you are down for the bout. You put a bet down on Godzilla, King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> or drink of the Kool-Aid, which means you're, you're drinking the berry juice. You want to get a little sleepy like Godzilla? But yeah, drinking the Kool-Aid, drinking the berry juice. Fits, right? So Cullen, who do you take in King Kong versus Godzilla? When you want to see a monster movie, I think this is a very good pick for that. Um... These are, you know, two, like this, uh, I mean, this wasn't the first crossover of anything ever, but I mean, this was a, a huge crossover, like literally these two huge monsters for the first time. It's so cool. Um, and it's exactly what you think it's going to be with a name like King Kong versus Godzilla, those two giant beasts wailing on each other. It does not disappoint in that respect at all. Like, you know, we mentioned the American versions are not the best part of the movie, but the monster parts are so good, it does not matter. So I definitely uh, drink the Kool-Aid on this movie. It's exactly what you want from a monster movie. It's fantastic. Brandon, how do you rate King Kong vs. Godzilla? King, yeah, King Kong vs. Godzilla, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid as well. Uh, it was... I don't know if it's because it was watched in such close proximity with Raids again, but man, this just leaped so far ahead. This is what I want. It's weird, like, you know, you have an expectation. You know, sometimes things aren't what you expected, and it's even better or different in a likable way. But this was, this is what everything I wanted when I was popping in King Kong versus Godzilla. And um, it's a lot, it's so much fun. It's really got good pacing of the battles. They don't overdo it. They they give you different kinds uh, with them. The island stuff with the icky blackface stuff has interesting things going on with it. If if you can get by that, I like the octopus battle. It was just this movie had like everything you were wanting from the Kong side, the Godzilla side, the the duking it out. Did not disappoint at all. The American scenes are in there, but I could see you finding them like stupid. But this was kind of reminding me of Blood Freak with the cocaine Walt Disney guy talking to us. Like, <laughs> just a better, just a more well kept gentleman in this case, but it served that same purpose. And those, like I said, treat it like a commercial break. Pick up your phone while he's on screen. You're not going to miss anything. Uh, you'll likely be less bored. And I hate suggesting to pick up your phone during a movie at home or anywhere, but this is okay this time. Brandon Brandon will allow it. I won't hunt you down. But yes, 
drinking the Kool-Aid, King Kong vs. Godzilla. When you are watching, skip right to this one from Godzilla and uh, enjoy yourself because it's it's a treat. Oh, hey, I got extended, On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Mothra vs. Godzilla from 1964. So he's just versing again he doesn't get to be the first person in the verses someone's got to go versus him and i want to thank you all for listening uh we've got two down 12 to go it's gonna be fun i hope you're enjoying godzilla i hope you're watching with us do you agree with us do you like certain ones which one do you are you excited for us to talk about which one do you want to hear our thoughts on like let us know let's let's have fun let's watch these together let's interact a bit i'm down with this i godzilla raids again made me go whoo we're climbing a mountain here, but now I'm like, shoot, let's let's keep going. I want to charge up. This is this is a good one, and now we got Mothra coming in next. It's it's gonna be fun overall, and it's oh, Brandon. Just so you know, every one of these cannot be King Kong versus Godzilla. No, it can't. But this can't is a good just, one. This is yes. this is the one that gets you to the next one. There might be one that makes me hesitate for the next one, but there could, there could you know they're gonna they're gonna hit they're gonna miss, but. As long as their heart's in the right place, where like this one, they can fail. But I at least appreciate that. But um, yeah, this one, uh, this last one was really fun. When, when and, we get to Godzilla's son, you will know pain. They will. <laughs> yes, that's that is a thing coming. All right. Well, we look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to Mothra vs. Godzilla. The trailer that actually trails. <laughs> as a gigantic egg, but its unseen powers are so great that its worshippers beg the thing's indulgence in self-amazing ceremonies.
listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Just finished watching my, my hero on TV today. My old school hero, Godzilla. Oh, come on, y'all. How many of y'all remember Godzilla? Come on now. Every Saturday, he used to destroy Tokyo. Remember Godzilla, y'all? Come on, y'all don't remember Godzilla? Remember his little son? Remember Gazuki? Yeah. Gazuki couldn't really fight. Gazulu tried to get Gazuki to fight. Gazulu was like, <laughs> Gazuki was like, Gwah, Gwah, Gazulu. Gazuki had the fire, but he didn't have real fire. Had the little circles. <laughs> Come on, I remember Monk the Monsters, man. Monster Island. King Kong and Godzilla. Was the best fight I ever saw in my life. Because King Kong was from Africa. He had never seen a, a monster like Godzilla. So he's used to fighting dinosaurs and birds, you know. When they flew him in, remember they got him drunk? Ali Baba. Hey, Kong woke up. See, that don't work in Tokyo. Godzilla was like, Kong was like, 